0: On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we are hanging out on iDrive
1: at the Beer Spa. I feel like a tea bag steeping in this bathtub full of beer. You heard that right. I said Beer Spa.
0: Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John
1: Bustegger. And you might recognize me from such films as Sleeping with the Enema. Brendan O'Connor from bungalore.com Brendan, I am sitting in a vat of beer right me now. Too. Yes! We're hanging out at Beer Spa Orlando on International Drive, uh, and we're recording from spas. Yeah, I should
0: say it's not actual beer I'm sitting in. It kind of is. But They're, it kind of is. It. It's not alcohol. It's a solution. It's yeah. A,
1: it's... it's it's everything that is in beer, but it's not fermented. Yes,
0: and so there's hops and barley and it's like a big wood tub. It is and it's deep. Uh, right? it like is.
1: up to my nips. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we made a little road trip out here onto IDrive to the beer spa. They invited us down here, and yeah. so we said, sure. I'm kinda and loving it. It is exactly what it sounds like. It is a beer spa, beer centric spa. Where you sit in beer, there's a sauna, there's a, a hay bale that we can roll in. That's for cooling off after, yeah. they say, which is
1: a little suggestive. Oh, yeah. But
0: yeah, yeah. And, yeah. There's, and while you're doing all this, Brendan, there's a bunch of beers we can drink.
1: Yeah, you can drink, like, you pour your own beers while you're in your solution. Full you of beers. are
0: your own bartender. And
1: we just did a Facebook Live. We've done an Instagram Live from here if you want to see us, you know, ramping up for this recording. Uh-huh. And we'll do some videos afterwards, too, so you can see what the whole yeah, experience is it's like. It's the real
0: deal, Brendan. I'm l- literally in a vat of beer. And
1: I'm going to have, they have these pretzel sticks. I'm going to have a little, is that mustard? Uh huh. She oh, made oh, them.
0: Oh! She made that bread. There's beer bread. This is really good.
1: Oh, I'm going to get
0: some of that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to soak in here for a little bit, though. (laughs) Just
1: enjoy it. We deserve this. We sure do. We earn this. Um,. How do we talk about news when we're this relaxed? I don't know. Like, you got a bathing suit on. I got a
0: bathing suit on. At least I think you got a bathing suit on. I I can't see. I took it off. No, you did you? Yeah, yeah, It's okay. (laughs) It's still on. Don't be nervous. I don't care. You
1: do you. I saw you calculate. You're like, oh, I should take mine (laughs) off. We're going to have a sword fight coronavirus numbers are spiking again john they sure
0: are they sure are not just in florida but mostly in florida
1: Oh, but mostly in florida anywhere where people have not been vaccinated Uh uh-huh uh and apparently 94 percent of the patients that advent health has right now uh were unvaccinated this it's they have about 720 patients right now at most of their hospital you know their various hospitals that are dealing with it um and it's crazy. I know a few people, a few people who've been on the show, yeah. uh, who have it right now. I'm so. vaccinated.
0: I'm I'm okay to say that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I use condoms. <laughs>
1: and I think <laughs> I I think people should get vaccinated. Um, yeah, it's just like polio, you know, or like I agree, or like virus protection on your computer. Exactly. You know? Like, just do what you got to do, man, to protect yourself. But
0: also, and we talked about this, Brendan. I can't force people to get vaccinated. No. So if you don't want to, I mean, I can't make you, but no, Well, I could, but yeah, I, don't, I yeah. don't want to. I'm sure but, it's not legal. But for me, I, I guess I just don't get it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get why
1: you'd want to get maybe sick. Um, I, you know, it's their choice.
0: I you guess, can't, yeah. And I, I'm sure there's folks that you know they want to tell me that I'd put microchips because Bill Gates wants to send me to the space moon or whatever, but. <laughs> I, I've, I guess I'm all right. I John, mean- I'll be
1: honest. When I when they did that first nose swipe for COVID, I felt like they were putting a computer chip up my nose. Oh, yeah. It hurt so bad. Yeah, it was yeah. like behind my eyeball. So <laughs> if, if there was ever a time, it was then. Yeah. Um, get vaccinated. Yeah. Get numbers are spiking like crazy. Desantis said though, even though the numbers are going up. Uh, there's no way he's going to shut anything down. Even
0: to, to, but DeSantis, did you watch that press conference the other day? I just saw a clip. He said, he said you should go get vaccinated. He did say that. And that was the first, I remember watching that live and I was like, I don't think I've ever heard him say that. Mm. I don't think he ever said, don't get vaccinated, but I've never heard him say, Hey, you know, maybe we should all go get vaccinated, but he's never released any photos of ever him getting vaccinated. No. Because I think he
1: says he is, and he, I don't doubt. I'm not going to doubt him. He I, can't release a photo like that because he wants to run for president, and he needs all the people who are unvaccinated to vote we'll for him. We'll see. He needs those 94% of the people in the hospitals right now to think that he's cool. Anyway. Anyway. Labor shortage getting worse. Really? Uh-huh. And then a, uh, a new study by analytics firm MC Burning Glass. Like, great name. sounds like a uh, DJ. Or drag. Like a, Oh, like it a... does. MC. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, I like that. Uh, they just shown that baby boomers are currently in a mass exodus from the workforce. Well, that's good, though, right? Uh, you would think so. Because that means I can get a promotion one day. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Things that we've been waiting for this whole time. Uh-huh. Right? But... It's all these people who are now entry-level to office jobs because they've left the food service industry, right? Yes. They've left that to go into professional work, and those people now are going to get better jobs. It's just there's, a, there's a, not enough people to go into food service and service industry right now.
0: And we talked about this before. You've worked in food service. I
1: did. I've worked in food service. Uh-huh.
0: Do you think food service kind of sucks to work in?
1: Uh, it Anytime, was the most money this, I've ever made. True, when I worked at Upcut, I say but, that. I feel like I say that every episode.
0: But I mean, I made a ton of money delivering pizzas. Doesn't no. mean I would go back and do it. No, and it's like it's not fun to work in a, a ninety-five degree kitchen when it's hundred and five outside. Like it's not fun work. It's not, so it's, like, not, it's stressful, and people are awful. To blame somebody, say, you know what, maybe I'm not going to go work We're not blaming anybody,
1: but it's just we know that this is something that's not going to change, and we've seen a number of restaurants, like Pom Poms, for instance. Uh-huh. It's now cutting down. They're not going to be open Mondays and Tuesdays, and I think they're going to start doing pop-ups and things. Look,
0: I hope this gets fixed. I'm not I'm not saying I hope it does I just doesn't. don't think
1: there's enough people. The working age is a low. They say it's a low participation rate among working age populations, so there's just a lot of people... Who just are not choosing to work? Yeah, is Literally, that is I that believe that what that means? it? And they're just going to school or something. Instead? Yeah, I mean,
0: but think about that too. If you're eighteen, 18, 20, and you're like, you know, maybe I don't work a part-time job. I focus on school. So know. when I do get out, I can get a really great job, and I did good in the school. Is I that a to bad
1: say, thing? I can't stop eating these pretzels because oh, I had man. a little toot before we got here. <laughs> <laughs> but I,
0: I mean, I worked all through college, and so I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked having extra spending money, but it can be a lot if you're juggling. 30, 40 hours a lot. week. And then another 18 credits in college.
1: Just interesting to
0: see. You yeah.
1: Because I feel for all our restaurant and I food agree. and beverage partners, all our friends out there that need that extra so help. So give
0: them a break when you go. Don't I, be a jerk when you're, you know, your taco didn't yeah. come out five minutes. Right. Give them 10.
1: Grace. Or 20. You got to have some grace. Yeah.
0: And if you're really, really mad about it, Brendan, uh-huh. I'm sure they would take you as an employee. <laughs> you know? Apply to some of these places. And go work there. They don't
1: want it because they want to get those. Yeah. They don't want to work those jobs. No. Uh, Tamuqua White House. Our friends. This is where that Benoit Glazer, the French guy who was down here working for Cirque du Soleil, transformed his house into a performance venue. Yeah.
0: Over off of like Kaylee, Summerlin. Yeah. That, that area. area. I
1: can't remember what that school is, but near that Kelly's ice cream. Down there. Yes. Uh, they have just announced that they have the most technologically advanced sound system in the entire state. Whoa and it's <laughs> correct <laughs> And it's because they get they call it a variable acoustic system. And it can be tuned depending on the type of music performance you have. Wow. So, classical, choral, whatever. So, every performance they have in that concert venue has optimal acoustics for the particular instruments that are being That's used. That's amazing. Nobody else has that in the entire state. And I love it there. House. And
0: I'll be honest, I don't get there as much as I'd like Same. to. It's been Although, a long time. with COVID, I think they probably had to ramp it down a little bit.
1: They did, and they were doing some outwardly-facing ones. They've partnered with Creative City Project to do that Recharge concert that's happening this weekend Uh over in East Orlando. Yeah. Um, They're going to be doing – it's like you lay down on a yoga mat, and then the orchestral people walk around and play – their instruments around I know you. they were.
0: They had an issue though a few months ago where they they lost their insurance there, their house insurance, yeah, because of like how their roof was because it's like a flat. It's roof, a flat roof, and they didn't want to. The insurance yeah. company didn't want to do it, so I hope they got that worked out.
1: Apparently, that's a thing where where insurance companies drop people. Yeah, the they just like
0: yeah, we don't want to insure you no more. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. It but, is pretty crazy. But you're paying. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. That's why you don't own a house. Yeah, no, true. <laughs> probably won't ever. It's like, pop a pretzel in my mouth. A report just said it's impossible for anyone earning minimum wage to afford a two-bedroom apartment in Florida.
0: In the whole state?
1: Yeah. Wow. A report shared by the National Low Income Housing Coalition says Floridians need to make $24 an hour. Or $51,000 a year in order to afford a two-bedroom home without being rent burdened in the Sunshine State. And wow. a rent burden means you're paying, I think, over 30% of your income yes. for housing. Um, I believe it.
0: I just don't. I don't see us. That's me. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot of people. A lot of yeah. people probably couldn't do that. Uh, this, is,
1: this beer in beer thing. Yeah, you like I'm it? into it. You like
0: it? Yeah. I mean, when I when I left Michigan to go work in some different states, I worked in some small towns in Virginia and Alabama, and I didn't make minimum wage. But my first job out of college, I didn't make very much money. I made like twenty three thousand dollars a year, twenty four, sure. and I had health insurance, and it was a good job. And I lived in a beautiful apartment because it was a small town, and I could do that. Like that is unheard of here in Orlando. Yeah, in well, Florida, we, we
1: haven't written about because it it's not really in our coverage area. But that the house that they used in My Girl, the movie, yes. in the nineties, in Polk County, right? In Polk County, in uh, where is it Bartow? Bartow, yeah. Um, it just hit the market, and it's this beautiful estate. It was used in the movie. In 1991, it's the one where Macaulay Culkin's girlfriend gets stabbed by a don't, bee. Or don't.
0: No. Spoiler alerts. Ah.
1: <laughs> Does he get stabbed? He, no, he gets stung by bees. And dies. Yes.
0: He's allergic to them. I spoiler alert. stabbed <laughs> by a bee like he got shanked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> from the, like jailbird bee thing. Oh, uh, my jet just went off. Your jets went off. My jets are off. I've cool your that. jets, Brendan. i
1: before. It just happened. I want them on. Um, that place, which has, it's a former inn. It has six master suites, seven fireplaces, a commercial kitchen, and a wraparound porch. The asking price is $675,000. Which
0: isn't that. I mean, that's a lot for me. but For me, yeah. yeah.
1: But all considered, there's our houses in downtown Orlando that are like two twos that are going for that. Oh, amount. yeah.
0: And College Park as well.
1: Crazy, uh-huh. right? So when you consider that, like, it's, just, it's all about where you want to live. It's all about that, man. Uh, DeSantis, he did something good, even though we were just, you know, (laughs) throwing eggs at his house. We we talk about
0: it because it's so rare.
1: (laughs) He, um, you just signed the new Florida Wildlife Corridor Act. Did you hear about this? No. It's, it's allocating $300 million for environmental conservation funds to create and protect a corridor of public and private spaces across Florida for wildlife to flourish. So like
0: they can go from one part to the other. And they can make it from different.
1: Yeah. So like a corridor. Or sometimes they're like. They call them stepping stones in the ecology world. It's. Uh, you need. If. They need safe places to hop between. Yes. Right? You can't just cross
0: 10 lanes of traffic to get to the next wilderness. They
1: call that a a mortality sink (laughs) because they all die the minute Uh. they leave these little islands of safety. So trying to connect those islands of safety into a corridor is the smartest way to go about it and this is like statewide so super cool and it's in addition to like another hundred million dollars that's going to the florida forever program
0: that's good mm-hmm. now they gotta fix those fish kills over on the west
1: side <laughs> this is really hard for you to focus because eh? you're so chill i see you just want to like chilling out lay out your beard yeah. and you can't it's hard this is hard to read <laughs> that might be the toot though uh the city of Orlando is giving out fifty thousand dollars in grant money to fund events in downtown.
0: I sent this to you. I hope you do it.
1: I haven't. Re- oh, do you, like ask for the money?
0: No, I think
1: you should. Yeah, I think so too. Why we're, not? We're going to be doing a, something with around come out with pride in October. I think
0: Bungalow should do something. I think so too. Or just Brendan O'Connor. It's,
1: they're giving out. They have fifty thousand dollars. They just want to give out to people. And if you're under ten thousand attendees, I think it's like ten grand. But Let's if it's, do it right,
0: yeah, I. I mean, if we don't do it, somebody else is going to do it, and then we're just going to complain about how their <laughs> event is no good.
1: Well, I know the downtown development board has been getting, you know, a little bit of uh, critiques about not encouraging more large-scale events in downtown Orlando. Okay. And I, so I think this is their answer to It's like, let's just incentivize people to bring this to the central business district. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Minnesota Viking owners have officially – Purchase Orlando City Soccer. Yeah, I saw that the Wilf,
0: Wilf family, right? Wilf. Are gonna <laughs> so like, Wolf. Are they going to do anything different? Wolf,
1: I'd like to fudge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have they said anything like we're going to do this or that? Or no, like, they haven't really said. We're anything. We're just going to take care of the team and maybe make them winners this year.
1: If, if it's, I think we're all just kind of hung up on the fact that the DeVos family somehow got a minority stake in it. Yes, out of nowhere, and and they're saying it's because they needed like a local connection to introduce them to the market oh i don't believe that they're like the authority on sports in orlando and i want to say there are enough people that despise the devos family Uh uh-huh it probably would have done them better to not involve them but that's me who knows hey we got invasive lizards downtown where lake yola oh that's no good they're called agama agama lizards agama where are they from uh i think they're from africa so How, they they did made somebody release up. them. Yeah. In the nineteen seventies they worked their way up from South Florida. So all this time they're working their way up northward. And I saw them when we were at Lake Yola for the release of the swans.
0: You're like, What's that lizard? They're like the don't look over there. They're
1: like a foot long. Really? Yeah. Like I I just, just hanging out. In so stone. like those
0: iguanas that they have in South Florida? Yeah. yeah.
1: So a little bit smaller than iguanas. Wow. And they just eat insects and they don't like hassle people and they don't carry diseases. So that people aren't like super worried about them. But their poop is a little destructive, I really? guess. And like, uh, they're just a little annoying. So they're only at Lake Iola? That's the only place that I've noticed them.
0: Well, they, they go to the farmer's market on Sunday? I guess, get
1: some organic veggies. <laughs> and, uh, Hanging I, out of the relaxed grill? <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> maybe eating those bugs. <laughs> they, uh... I
1: reached out to the city about it, and They they employed a lizard trapper who's trying to keep the population down. And I was like, well, what do you do with them? And she was like, oh, we've convinced them to re-release them somewhere else. And I'm like, it's still an invasive lizard. Like, yeah. You could just tell me you're killing them and yeah. selling them and at Relax Grill. They do
0: it with pythons. They do it with all like, kinds of why invasive is it, species. Like, just tell us. We're not
1: worried about this. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Uh, how, how are we doing on time? We're good. We're good? Yeah. All right, because we got an interview too coming up. All right. With who? Maybe. (laughs) From our friends from Florida Cup. I'm going mean, to hear all that. That's been a thing. It has. They dropped, they dropped a couple teams because of positive COVID, COVID results. Because of Florida though, nervous. right? Because yeah, well, of the state of Florida. Arsenal apparently had some positive testing results on their team. And wow. then the other team was just nervous about coming to Florida.
0: I'm sure. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure some of them look at the yeah. numbers here and they're like, eh, maybe we shouldn't go to Florida.
1: So I'm hoping we'll have an update. And that's what the interview. I
0: mean, that's the bigger picture on all this too. Like, you know, People might not come here because of higher rates of COVID.
1: Yeah, but meanwhile And we're... that
0: affects tourism, that affects economics, all that stuff. But business wise, uh-huh. like
1: business is coming here, it's actually driving people here. Like with that recent announcement that Disney's coming, like people want lax the business community wants less rules and regulations about how and where they could do business. And so that's why they're coming to Florida and it's working for Governor DeSantis in that respect. But for people who are, like, caught in the middle of it, it's yeah. a little sketch. It's, you know, it's,
0: yeah. it's a big equation because they are getting a big tax break, too. They are? Yeah. yeah. Half, a, half a billion dollars.
1: Half a billion yeah. dollars. over over 20, 30 years. For 2,000 jobs to be well, moved and,
0: here. And prob- I'm sure there's more than just 2,000 jobs. Yeah, I I'm we sure we should talking about that
1: a little more, too. They're moving to Lake Nona. Yeah, there's Disney.
0: buildings and infrastructure, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, which they kind of have that there already If it's uh-huh. in the downtown hub If they're going like where Tavistock is Yes um, I was just there, we just waited at um, Chroma? Yeah I didn't, I didn't get the invite delicious Do you want to come? Eh, not really Do you want to come to it? <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm sorry. It's tough on the weekends. I'm a busy man. Were. I was. I took my man out. It was the first time we had a big date. That's good. Uh, since he got out of the Do hospital. Do you want to take
0: a break or one more? Yeah, let's one take more.
1: One more. Yeah. Bros with hoes. It's a. <laughs> it was a plant trailer that opened up, and everybody followed them because it was too hot. Husbands.
0: So, so when you say everyone, you just mean you.
1: No, like their Instagram <laughs> account was super big, but wow. yes, I also I thought you them. like
0: physically followed them. <laughs> I did.
1: They're very <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Uh, And their wives, their young families, they all have babies now, but they they launched this mobile plant shop in a trailer. Everybody loves them. And they moved into a cooperative space with freehand goods in an hourglass district. And now they're opening a new shop in College Park. Nice. And they're going to have a propagation wall, a kid gardener section. It's going to be super cool. Uh, Go check them out.
0: Cool. Yeah. I was cut, I was cut. hoping they were going to have pizza because everybody else opens a pizza place in College Park.
1: <laughs> well, and I still want to go to that Buttercross pizza place. Oh, we need to do that. Yeah, let's go there. They okay, maybe us. next week. Yeah. Well um, I think next week where you're going, I can't remember where we're going.
0: Yeah, we were yeah. going to go somewhere, but they canceled they on canceled, day. They canceled,
1: but then we just got invited by somebody else. Okay. Room, so I'll let you know about Sequence. that after the break. All
0: right, we'll see you guys in a minute. Beer Spa! From the Dewitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalow and the Bus. It's Mo Dewitt, and this is Mo in a minute. Hey, Mo, how you doing? Good. How you doing, John? I am good. Now, a lot of people drive company vehicles for work. Okay. And they drive here in Orlando. And what happens if they get in an accident in a company vehicle? Who can I sue, or can I get compensation?
2: I mean, why would you ask me that question?
0: I, uh, I'm just you think, wondering. You think I know? I, I'm just okay, wondering. okay. I'll give you the answer
2: to the question. <laughs> so, if you're in a company vehicle, um. Whoever hits you, if they're at fault, of course, their insurance is going to be liable. But most company vehicles also have uninsured motorist coverage or UM coverage on it. So you can take a look at that. Now, if you're also on the job, you could also have a workers' compensation claim because workers' compensation law, it doesn't matter who's at fault. If you're working and you get injured, then you can go through the workers' comp system. So there's a, a number of different ways that you can approach it. Um, but if you're in a company vehicle, then yeah, definitely the person who hits you, they're gonna be at fault. You're gonna take a look at their insurance, but you're also gonna look at the company's insurance. And sometimes people get a little weirded out about that because they say, oh, I don't want to get fired, or this or that. Um, you know, typically with with uninsured motorist coverage, it shouldn't raise their rates. It's not a they're not the at fault party, right? They're just there in case there's not enough coverage from the person who hit who hit you. And then as far as workers' compensation goes, I mean that's what it's there for they're required to give you the policy and and actually workers compensation was designed originally to kind of keep medical costs down overall okay so people again anytime you ask for their insurance policy they get a little weirded out but they really shouldn't um so yeah if you're if you're in a company vehicle you definitely want to take a look at both insurance policies and there can be a number of avenues to go after there and no matter what if you're working don't
1: be
0: texting while you're driving you said it Thanks, Mo. And always remember,
1: injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival and is screening Roadrunner, you know, that documentary about Anthony Bourdain that everybody's talking about. I just saw it, and it's amazing. Opening on the 30th is The Green Knight, which is arguably the trippiest of all the Arthurian legends, you know, like King Arthur, as it's about Sir Gawain on a journey to get his head cut off. Blah, 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 destiny epic stoner fave cycle beach party is screening on august 10th and captain america the first avenger is the free popcorn flick in winter park on the 12th that's america's butt go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup blah 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 movies
0: to Bungalore and the bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker,
1: And I am a little stewed prune, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com.
0: Brendan, I am hanging out in a vat of beer right now because we are
1: at the Beer Spa. Beer Spa, newly opened on International Drive, and I love it. I love it too. It's a lot of fun. It's really cool. We're hanging out in
0: beer vats. We're drinking beer. We're going to go in a sauna. We're going to roll in some hay.
1: (laughs) They... And that's true. Like, we're yeah, not, not making any of those There's things There's a up. whole bed of hay that you're supposed to go lay down on to cool off after the infrared sauna. I'm going to need that. Yeah. Well, I think. I think me too. I think. It's getting a little warm in here. I just yeah. turned it up in my beer soup. Yeah, we don't make it out this
0: far usually on iDrive, so I'm glad they invited us to the beer spot. When
1: I knew that they were coming out, like they were following us on Instagram and they invited us out, yeah. I was like, heck yes, yeah, I need this. Did yeah. you just turn
0: off our romantic music? I did, because I couldn't hear you as well as the, the, the take my breath away
1: from Top Gun. Take you can play your own music away. when you're here. You can. Music, pour your own beers rub your own butt. I love it in All here. the things. Look but uh, things. if you like
0: what you hear tonight, you should go to Bungalore.com. You can read all the stories. You can also follow Bungalore on Instagram and Facebook and all the TikToks and everything. All the And You can follow John on all the platforms, too. John I'm Busteker. there. I'm there. I just released a video this week. About the pinball lounge. I'm so bad. I was okay. supposed to
1: share it, John. So I do something
0: called Orlando 60. There's 60-second videos about Orlando. I love the pinball uh. lounge, which is way up in Oviedo.
1: You had a birthday party there once.
0: Uh, I did. My wife did, I think. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I just, I I rented a camera and I wanted to try it out, so I went up there and tried it out and I made a video and it's doing well. I, uh...
1: I'll, I promise to share it. I, All right, I appreciate I, it. You can get me over that 10,000 hump. <laughs> let, me, let me see what I can do. You don't need me then. No, I do. For 10,000? You got yeah, that? Yeah, I want a million. Your viral master.
0: My buddy at the shrimp, the shrimp man, he has 3.2 million on the video I
1: made for him. So. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, We just, because I'm doing stuff with healthy junk foods uh-huh. sometimes, right? They just released their cappies. I saw video. That.
0: Which was fun. That video, I did one on cappies as
1: well. It, it, yeah.
0: it, I mean, I don't have the following they do, but it did well.
1: I, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Cause they, I worry they're following is mostly, you know, like international. Yeah. Yeah. You okay? I'm getting out
0: of the beer vat a little bit cause I'm hot.
1: Are you, <laughs> yeah,
0: hot Turn beer. it down a little bit. You're at 102
1: Fahrenheit over there.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll turn it down. Yeah, a bit.
1: I don't want you to pass out, John. Yeah, I don't want to be cooked in beer. Yeah. Oh, you just turned it up. Am I turned it up or down? Oh my gosh! There you go. All right. Yeah, don't pass out. We still got a lot to do. Okay. Are you gonna be able to talk about the news? Uh, sure. You didn't ask me what I did this week. This
0: was like the first week I actually
1: did something. <laughs> I
0: did ask you, and you didn't even ask. What did you me? do this week? I went to Playa Linda. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. With the kid that you're that's staying with. Yeah. There? Well, she's not a kid. I mean, she's in her twenties.
1: You took her to play Orlando. We didn't go to the nudie part. You did too. No, I wanted to. Did you pretend to, to go like, pick Let's up trash? Do the nudie part. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm uh-huh, like, oh, I'm gonna go pick things up off the beach. No other, other
0: parking walk. lots <laughs> except for thirteen. <laughs> no, we went to the Play Linda, and it was a lot of fun. And then uh, that's I the best the... beach, best beach near Orlando. It sure is. And then I went to the Audubon Center of Birds of Prey. That's cool. Yeah, lots of fun if you've never been over there in Maitland, Eatonville area. And then we went to Lou Gardens. I like all those places. Yeah, and and I also went to Black Rooster Taqueria right next to my house.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have told me. I could have come over and had some pozole verde. Juliana treated me. Oh, yeah. that's the uh co-owner. The owner. Yeah, well, her and her husband, right? Yeah, and her and her man uh John. John. Yep. Who I like that John. Yeah, you do. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Anyway, if
0: you haven't been to Black Rooster, go over there. They got good tacos. <laughs> Why are you cutting me off talking about all handsome
1: John Calloway I'm, sorry. Is? I'm just trying to Make it so you don't get in trouble. I won't get in trouble. <laughs> Super straight. Would never let me touch his butt. Uh, Visit Orlando's magical dining is back next month. All right. Yeah. And generally. I don't care. You don't like it? Eh, I don't. I don't go out of my way to go to the
0: places. I think it's cool. I think it's great they do it, yeah. and they donate a bunch oh, of money. I and, love it. It's yeah. always a
1: new nonprofit. For me, it's like i mean, at these places all the time anyway Yeah, because I'm a big nerd. Yeah, I am super spoiled. Uh-huh. I mean, we're um, at a beer spot right now. We're in it for, for, for free. Yeah. For- <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, if they're going to charge me on the are way out. Charges? We are, are we gonna- running to my <laughs> car. <laughs> <laughs> you go out first uh-huh. so I can just beeline. Um, <laughs> they have over 80 restaurants participating Good. this year. Thirty-seven dollars per person. You get a three-course meal yeah. at all of those restaurants: appetizer, entree, dessert. Uh-huh. Pre-fee, they say, and then you can also. This is the first year where they're going to have a hotel component. Oh, yeah! You a can little s- dinner and then a little late-night action, little dessert, dessert. <laughs> you know, talking second desserts it's called magical nights. So we wrote about it all. All the links are there. Just head on over to bungalow. dot com. You nice. can see where all those links are. Nice. Um did you ever get to have Bang Rack Thai street kitchens food? I think I did one time at the Heavy. Okay. Did they do pop-ups there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe I got there and they were all out and I was Which sad. Which general for them, right? Okay. That's so, probably what happened. They, I probably ate your leftovers. Oh, maybe. you probably probably like, I don't
0: want this. <laughs> I'll
1: eat it. Eat my pad Thai. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many times have I made you eat my leftovers? <laughs> um, they It started with, what's his name? Dylan Iturong. I think it's Aiturong. And he used to be working in the kitchen for Swine and Sons. And then he started doing pop-ups out of there, like delivery and stuff. And he just got this huge following. And then he started doing pop-ups at like Red Light Red Light with his friend, his co-founder, whose name is escaping me. Uh, And they got such a following. They were huge. Probably one of the more popular pop-ups in the region just because of the food they did was so amazing and simple and delicious. They do like two dishes at a pop-up. Yeah, which is good i like that don't Just over don't on. overdo it don't overdo it focus you don't like on it, it go somewhere else exactly but everybody wanted to go there and they'd always sell out but then they took a hiatus in 2018 when dylan made the announcement that he was moving back to thailand to be with his family and or maybe 2019 and it doesn't matter took it's been gone for a the few past. years he's back this weekend serving up cow soy which is a thai noodle dish a little tomatoey nice um at Red Light, Red Light starts at 8 p.m. You should get there at 7.30 if you really want to try it uh, because he will sell out and there will be a line. But worth it. And it always looks beautiful. We did a thing with them, with Misty. She did, what was it called? She used to do a thing where she'd, she'd share, Locavore was what it was called. And she would share recipes from your favorite restaurants. And we shared how to make their Tom Yum Goon. Fantastic! Nice. Yeah, with some beautiful photos. Speaking um, of
0: local food, uh-huh. I just started. I signed up for the pharmacy. You did? I did the delivery thing. Uh, I'm gonna pick it up because I live right by four roots where okay. they where they work out. So the pharmacy is a like a co op where they you can you can get fruits and vegetables by the box. I got the small box because I got to test it <laughs> out first. Yeah, so they have a small, medium, large like local fruits and vegetables, local meat, all that stuff. Uh, organic and it was only 30 bucks for a big box of vegetables they um but they do deliver as
1: well and four rivers is kind of bought in right yeah yeah so
0: they like they're housed out of four roots which is off of princeton and john young and obt area and i went and picked it up but they do some delivery and they also do a winter garden market I love that. And they wrote me a handwritten note when I got my first order. And I thought that was pretty classy. It said, like, thanks for joining. No. Oh, okay. It's like, thanks for joining. You know, tag us on whatever media whenever you make something. And I'm excited.
1: I like them a lot. I should try it.
0: Yeah. It's good. It's good because then it, like, forces you to cook stuff. Like, oh, I got a bunch of carrots. I should probably make some carrots. Tonight. I,
1: you know what? I thought that, but it's not true. No, you just no. throw it out. Uh, well, you I started freezing. I'll you know, freeze things, and uh, now uh, my freezer's full. And Scotty's like, "Why do we need this bag full of eight frozen bananas?" And I'll be well, like, "You might I'm make, make some banana bread." Banana bread, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like that. Uh, anyway, they, it was so good. So check out the pharmacy. Uh, I guess other food knows. This is kind of big. Dovecote? Are you hearing about this? I, so I read
0: the story in the Sentinel the other day. Okay. So uh,
1: I'll give what I remember from that story. It's been a week or two.
0: So Dovecote operates out of the, I don't know what the building's called now, but it was the Bank of America building for right. a long time, right there near the courthouse, downtown Orlando. Dovecote has amazing food. Amazing, amazing. food. French bris... bris-, yeah. bris- One of the best burgers in town as well. And, and uh, th-
1: oyster... Everything. Fresh oysters.
0: Foxtail does their coffee over there. Great at least.
1: cocktails on tap. Anyway,
0: so they run a really nice restaurant there. And so they wanted to start doing like some more late night events. Yes. And so they, Cause they, they have a courtyard up. They front do
1: that. They kind of overhauled to make it. Like, conducive to hosting crazy events. Which is, events.
0: you know, things they do in Miami and Atlanta and, you know, bigger cities. They have these courtyards. It's not like a club, no. but, you know, you're hanging out. You're having drinks. It
1: looks kind of Miami-ish. Totally. Like, totally. Yeah. Modern. And so
0: they put some money into renovating the courtyard. And I think maybe the building did a little bit, too. The, the operators. Okay. Of the building. Yeah. And so they started some of these, like, event nights. But according to what I read in the paper... Is that some of the music choices were not what the landlords wanted, i.e., like hip hop and rap, uh-huh. essentially, uh-huh. and because of that, it drew a certain crowd. I said, uh, basically, right? I'm trying to be very nice <laughs> about that. Very
1: racist, adjacent. Well,
0: which is why. And so the the landlords were like, "Well, we didn't think y- this y- was going to yeah, happen. You're breaching
1: when- your contracts."
0: Yeah. And, and the owners of Dubcoat were like, well, no, we're not. Yeah. This is what we were going to do. Why yeah. can't we have these nights with what this kind of music? What we're
1: it's successful and we have lots of people here and you're saying you don't like what we're doing.
0: Because of the people that it may attract. Yeah.
1: But that being said, to back up what the landowners are saying, the reports are a little crazy because uh-huh. they're getting reports of people brandishing weapons. Okay. Because there's reports of a woman peeing in the in the elevator for some reason. There was an event that had live animals, and the animals were defecating and urinating in the courtyard. Okay. And that's in the report. And and so they're like, that's a breach of contract. It's supposed to be more along the lines. It even says in the contract, if you're doing events, it has to be in line with this French brasserie upper class thing that you're pitching. So when you say
0: upper class, what does that
1: mean? I mean, not where giraffes are taking a okay. dump in the middle of right. the and,
0: and that could be—I don't know could, if it was a
1: giraffe. But. All right, <laughs> and, and that could—but I feel like that could be worked out. You would think, but it's not. And so they've reported—they've the owners have been reported by Dovecote. They want them out. Dove currently closed because they have an issue with their hood. The cook, like the oh. in the kitchen, yeah. Um, I I hope they reopen, but I'll tell you too. what. Let's. How do you come back from that? Especially when you're in mediation with your landowner who so, clearly doesn't want you there.
0: So one thing I, when I read that story once again, I I didn't read the lawsuits. I don't know every single thing about it, but the one thing that I sort of picked up on is like. Nobody lives in that building, so it's. I mean, people work there, and it's a building, and people make money, and you have to respect I have to say, it. I just have to say, the jets just stop. Yeah, there's
1: more bubbles. You <laughs> <gonna be> farted <laughs> in there, Brendan. It feels like yeah. someone's farting. But anyway, I mean,
0: when I was reading that, I was like, well, you know, it's not like there's you know a thousand people that live there, and so I mean, you're not bothering them with music at eleven yeah, o'clock so at that night. That whole pl-
1: that whole thing's getting developed. Those okay. are all going to be big high rise. But high-rise I'm towers. not
0: excusing the other things either. I mean, if you're having animals poo on things like that's a problem uh elevator urination's probably not a good thing no. but I, mean, I don't think
1: it has anything to do with the race of the people are going i think it has to do with that's the what that story type made it, of event that you're hosting but that's what that story made it out well i think like. it's easy for the restaurant owners to say you don't like us because we're attracting black and brown people yeah. but it's not because you're attracting black and brown people it's because you're attracting people who want to pee in the elevator and let animals poop on the floor okay you know what i mean that's fair are you too hot are you no okay? i'm good i'm good all right you're sweating I'm I was good. well i'm in way. a spa i'm in a beer spa cleaning out your pores i know it is whoo <laughs> There's water too if you need it right I, there I'm not at a water spa, I'm at a <laughs> beer spa <laughs> You're driving us home <laughs> sure. uh, Bird, the scooter company Did you Oh, see I thought this? we were going to finally talk about birds I love uh, birds, love birds? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just turn this What's into a bird so podcast <laughs> My dad used to make me call into CBC Which is like our NPR And uh-huh. we used to do bird calls uh, Like nationally People would hear us Really? Bird calls. Yeah, yeah All right Back when we were kids, I I can't whistle anymore for some reason. I blocked it out. So Bird Scooters, Bird the scooter—they're making it harder to ride while drunk. That's probably a good thing, right? You would think, right? Yeah, I guess one reason I'm
0: sure people do ride those scooters is because they're
1: (laughs) drunk and they don't want to drive. But the issue is, you're still in the street. Yeah, and those scooters aren't really made for like brick roads, and
0: they go fast. And some of them,
1: some of them, if you're doing the sit-down one, you're. Going over twenty—that's fast. You know that is fast. Yeah. No protection, and if you're drunk, you're just gonna fall on your face. You can die from that. You can. We've seen a lot of people hit the the city. Says not a lot of people have gone to the emergency room. But I'll tell you what—if you go to a bar like Burton's or something, you there. I've talked to many people who have like face planted on a scooter. Oh, Jordan Ickenblot, one of his like, one of
0: our our commenters, <laughs> yeah, broke his arm. Right, Solo dog
1: owner. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hurt his arm. That was. But he the said he's said, no. still gonna ride him. Yeah, <laughs> because, he, well, he rides them all the time. huh. They just move their office near my house, and I see it, like, parked in the sidewalk. I need to send them a little memo. Uh They're going to make it more difficult for people to r- ride under the influence by making you spell the word safe. Just uh, find somebody
0: nearby and be like,
1: bro, 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 bro. Just,
0: just text safe r- for me, bro. R- r-
1: write this in here for me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you have to type safe. If you're gonna ride between the hours of 10 p.m. and four, a. you got
0: to be pretty drunk to not be able to text. That's what they're
1: saying. Like if right?
0: you can't, if you can't spell a four-letter word, like that's a thing, right? All the time. And I mean, it might look bad, but you could probably spell one word. It's really how many small letters. letters so, what if you got fat fingers, like
1: I, me? I, I, you're, uh, like, you got fat fingers? I, I got big fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Always bragging. <laughs> Leanne told me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you hear this? Did you read this thing about? Um, Next door? Did you see that story? Uh, I'm really excited of. about it. So Ryan Revis, he's a local writer. He's the publisher of Borough Press. Uh, he was inspired by his local neighborhood's next door page, which next door is basically like a community board where people can come and just share news <laughs> and write about things that are happening. But it
0: sometimes just- can be very, very informative, but mostly but sometimes
1: not racist like uh-huh. it's a place for like racism casual racism yeah, um, like oh there's a black person in my
0: neighborhood yeah,
1: xenophobia uh-huh. right like because you don't you see someone you don't recognize in like, your. they're neighborhood. opening a mexican restaurant in our neighborhood it's like the type of people who who don't have a connection really with your neighbor so they type it type uh-huh. it out right exactly but i still think that's useful <laughs> Cities all over the world are using it to connect to people who, who yeah. Live I mean, in those like I said, there
0: are some good functions to it. You lose yeah. your dog, and you're like, "Hey, I lost my dog." Go to next door. Yeah,
1: perfect. Um, but he see these comments, and so he was inspired to connect them uh, to like p- pick and choose some of them, and then put them in a little like essay format, almost like a poem, and then accompany them with a photograph that's from his neighborhood. Uh, that's inspired by the paintings of Erica Sobrak. And we've covered her on bungalow.com before. She's very like Southern Gothic, very moody, kind of photorealistic paintings. Uh, and one of the quotes, one of the stories, it's a picture of like a sidewalk just ending. And then underneath, there's three quotes While away on a weekend trip, presumably the world's most evil person stole our fiddle leaf fig oh, no. plant off our porch. And then a response was, thank God nothing happened to you. Evil people don't look like monsters. (laughs) And then another response was, so glad you're safe. Please arm yourself. (laughs) So if you want to see some of these real world reactions, right? Or these comments... Uh, but in this new lens through Ryan's writing, uh, just go check it out on bungalow.com. The whole really series went from zero to 60 there. <laughs> and they all kind of do. It's very wow. interesting. Go to next. It's called next door in colonial town. Cause he lives in colonial town. North. I
0: don't know what somebody could steal on my property that my next, my next solution would be like, I need
1: to. You arm them. yourself, but that's just people feeling under siege in a changing world, right? Yes, like they need to arm themselves. That's what they say. I don't know. I'll if buy I agree a with fiddly
0: it. fig. I probably have one in my yard
1: somewhere. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'll just give it to him. We just got a bunch of cactus from your neighbor. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I'm glad she didn't arm herself. <laughs> Uh Oh, I should have talked about this right after Bird Lime is bringing back e-bikes. Oh, nice. And so we haven't written about this, but for a while, the only bike e-bike provider bike share program was through. Uh, Hopper, which was local. They've closed. They just gave me a bunch of tables and stanchions. <laughs> so like a bunch of other people's crib. You're like,
0: you're like a graveyard of. I am. For Orlando. I'll
1: take it. I'll use them sometimes. <laughs> That's why you're the graveyard. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> I'll figure else? it out. I got someone's storage right now. It's not my house. <laughs> it's in my co working space. Uh, but Lime now will be bringing them back, making them the only game in e bike pr- uh, services here. I think locally. there's
0: sometimes you don't want a scooter, you just want a bike.
1: I I like the bike more than the scooter. I agree. I think you could go faster. I agree. I would
0: rather ride a bike
1: than a scooter, but yeah, me me too. Plus, I feel like kind of a nerd on a scooter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like like a Wall Street bro. Uh huh. Um, Which I don't know if I agree with that. Anyway, if you're looking for things to do, we have some cool things happening this week. Do it. We've been missing this segment because in the pandemic, we didn't want to encourage people to go out. Now things are happening. Things are happening. You know, for better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> we have a map, an interactive map of places you can swim up on Bungalore. So that includes hotels where you can buy day passes, uh, local public pools, and then a natural springs roundup. So Ooh. you can just, they're all color coded. Head on over to bungalore.com if you want to go swim in this weekend. Uh, the downtown library is hosting an art exhibit of graffiti pioneer Nick 707. And he's the guy who's kind of credited with the birth. Of the 1970s graffiti movement in New York. And this, right? He's passed, but this is the first exhibit of his work outside of new york and oh. and our downtown library got it why did they just wanted it they, i guess maybe they're the only ones that asked cool. i don't know what happened but i think it's so cool I you guess know i, should you have know I once Scottie. did a
0: story on a on a graffiti artist here in orlando that never ran in the paper no i followed this graffiti artist uh his name's texter t-e-x-e-r if you pay attention you see his tag everywhere okay. everywhere 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 And I tracked him down through Instagram, and he agreed to like hang out with me. And I shot a bunch of video. Never ran. Why? Part of it was glorification of. of... uh, I went somewhere that was uh, trespassing Um, while he did his tag. I told him like, "Hey, if you're gonna do it, I'll go with you, but I'm not gonna. I don't want you to go do it. Like, I don't Uh want to force you to go do it." He's like, "I'm gonna go here anyway." So I followed him, and when I shot the video, it turned out being like I was. uh, trespassing as well. Whoa. And so my bosses were like, we can't run this. Some of my bosses were like, we can't run this. Others were like, this is really cool. We should.
1: Just take out that part. Uh,
0: no, it, it it was a whole thing.
1: Okay.
0: So uh, anyway, if, if ever, you ever, How much time do we have? Uh, one more thing. Wha- oh my God.
1: Sorry. Uh, the Putt and Pour is taking place in Thornton Park on Saturday. I'm going to be a judge. If you want to go do a pub crawl through Thornton Park while simultaneously playing uh, pop-up mini putt, at least participating restaurants you can go do that and i hope to see you there scotty's gonna be there too so you can cheer him on and then of course florida cups taking place this sunday uh between the two teams that are participating hopefully we'll have an update to slip into this episode as well when it airs on the radio and uh thanks so much for listening thank you to the beer spa for having us i love it i might stay in this little solution for a little bit longer we could just do next week's show here i think we just come back we'll do residency all right we'll see you guys next week